Hello and welcome to the movie podcast review of Marvel Studios' What If. My name is Daniel and joining me today is Shabazz. What if? And Anthony. What up? Oh, That's it. I was hoping you would do it. I like it. Okay, good. I like that. Now, every time we do these episodes, you guys have to say the same introduction. Like, like what if or the movie's name? What if or what up? I don't like that, though. Well, you committed to it, so it's now on paper. We've said it, so it's now it has to be done. Uh, This is our spoiler-free review of the first three episodes of Marvel Studios' What If, the very first animated project coming out of Marvel Studios, and the very first animated project to be in the MCU. Um, I'm so excited to talk about this, but before we get there, some quick announcements. As always, you can catch a brand new episode of the movie podcast every single Monday, and watch out throughout the week for review episodes just like this one and all the latest movies and series. Make sure you follow us at The Movie Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and join our Discord. Check out our show notes for all of those links and more. We have incredible guests that we've had on The Movie Podcast in the last uh, few months. Definitely check out our feed for all of those. Kate Heron, who is the Loki director. Gabriel Berestein, who is the Black Widow cinematographer. Billy McClellan, Tony Bancroft, Tara Strong. We have an incredible team of people who've joined us on the show, so definitely listen. Next week on the movie podcast, we have Schmigadoon creator Cinco Paul joining us. And of course, we have reviews available for The Suicide Squad, Free Guy, The Green Knight, and so much more available on the movie podcast feed to listen to now. Um, This week, we have more reviews coming, so stay tuned. Um, In September, we're going to be at TIFF, so make sure you're listening to us and follow along with all of our TIFF coverage and follow us on socials to see what we're going to be doing there. This week, though, we are talking all about Marvel Studios' What If. We're talking about the first three episodes. It is written by AC Bradley and is directed by Brian Andrews. And it's the first episode will be available on Disney Plus on August 11th. And thank you again to our friends at Disney for sending us the first three episodes for review. Of course, this will be spoiler free, so don't worry. We will touch on light story points, but we will not dive into any spoilers for the show. Uh, Shay, do you mind giving us a synopsis of the show? What if... Flips the script on the MCU, reimagining famous events from the films in unexpected ways. Marvel Studios' first animated series focuses on different heroes from the MCU, featuring a voice cast that includes a host of stars who reprise their roles. Excellent. It's very just spot on. It's so vague. <laughs> it's so it. vague. That's really just it. It's, it's vague so vague. As all hell. So when this show was announced, like this is obviously based on the comic book series, but literally just one little moment could change in this in an episode that when we see the mcu that we see, know it as one little moment can change and everything is different the right. whole story is different and this show goes to places that i don't think we were expecting but anthony give us your first reactions to what if yeah so going into this i didn't realize it was going to be really based on the marvel cinematic universe when i heard it come out i kept thinking of the comics like you know what if captain america became president or what if the Hulk uh, had the brain of Bruce Banner. Storylines that right. way. But then realizing while watching it, that it's going to be this, this show focuses on the cinematic universe, which is great because it really plays a part in the Marvel universe. This yeah, the is multiverse. Not like, this is not like a separate story that they're just telling. It plays a huge part in that continuity. And I really, really enjoyed the first three episodes. Um, I thought the animation was fantastic i was super surprised at what we we got out of it because you know seeing comic book animation you're really used to seeing 
the DC direct films, which right. have a certain style to it. Definitely. Then you have, you know, the 90s cartoons that we grew up with and some in the early 2000s. But there hasn't been a lot of Marvel animated content out there that you really connect with. And this is the first one that I'm like, man, this looks really good. Especially right. the first episode, which is on Agent or Captain Carter. Captain Carter. So what if, um, uh, what's her name? Uh, Peggy Carter. Peggy Carter became Captain America. And damn, that was like one of the best episodes. There's things in there that they can't get in a live action movie. Oh, definitely. Like, just cinematically and superhero wise. Like I, I love animation because you can explore these characters. And the first time when you hear, when you see a superhero for the first time, it's always going to be in a comic book. So taking that version and bringing it to life, it just opens up that world. I don't get the... I love live action, but I love the animated more because they can do more just like the comic book does. Right, visually. How you imagine it when you read it. So there are sequences in there that just blow you out of the water. Like (laughs) That's you coming out of the water. That's you flying right out. Flying out. Um, And the stories are great. Like they, They still take part in that cinematic universe so you know like how you know who Cap- these characters are you're, yeah you know you're familiar how, with them you're familiar with the characters you're familiar with the original storyline and they do put that into these movies so you can really realize okay so this is captain america's story and this is um star lord's story or this is how the avengers became the avengers or you know what happens after right so it was really 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 good it was I really cool it. and it, i can't wait for all the other episodes i can't what's so cool about it i think the animation style like you were saying anthony yeah it's almost like a cell shaded look to it as well mm-hmm. too but it's also 3d so like visually it just looks very distinct like something not animation that we traditionally see and like you said the world of animation lends itself so well to these characters because you could see them do things that just fit and belong in this world right, right. so you see like like captain carter like take on a truck or something like that like it looks so cool but i also love that throughout everything there's a through line of like these are still the same characters from the MCU mm-hmm. where their relationships are still there. So like that connection between Steve and Peggy, that's still a through line in this episode. And I love that. Even though she was the one who took the serum, Steve is still a, a, a crucial part of the story. Right. And I love that. It's, it's cool seeing that. And I love that the watcher, um, the cinematography in the show is beautiful. I love how the watcher is always kind of like in some shots, you'll see him looking on yeah. because Jeffrey Wright is there just narrating all of this for us, looking at all these these multiverses kind of just looking in and telling us about it. It's really, really cool. Shabazz, how about yourself? Yeah, same here. I mean, this show, when I first saw what the animation was going to look like, I was kind of like, ah, I don't know. Like, it looks nice, but I can't imagine it being engaging. I was so wrong. Like, this is phenomenal. It is so, it feels so premium, the animation. It feels really, really well done. Definitely. Yeah. Um, and I just love that it kind of has a mysterious look to it as well because of the shadows that they incorporate over the faces. It almost seems like you're not meant to be comfortable with these characters, you know, right. because they're not really the ones that you know. These are new characters. They're going on a new journey and it's going to be a bit of a change. Uh, episode one, I, I really, really enjoyed. I really enjoyed how I think you mentioned it before, Anthony, had this Iron Giant kind of a look to it. Yeah. Um, and I think that really resonated with me. Uh, episode two, I thought was also very unique. You know, seeing T'Challa, seeing all Chadwick Boseman come hearing back. Hearing Chadwick Boseman, I think was was it was like heartbreaking in a good way, right? Um, and then episode three is was one of my favorites. I mean, the, it's the one that 
is just wild. Like it's such a wild episode that you're watching and you're like, I really don't know where this is gonna end because so many things are happening. Um, my favorite, one of my favorite parts though from episode two was definitely how they handled Thanos, and I think that's all I'm gonna say about that. That's mm-hmm. all we can say. I about like that. how like the pacing of these stories. You think that they have to have this um, a large amount of time to tell such a right. grand grand story. They they're, they're doing it in thirty minutes. Yeah, 25. especially especially episode three, which is really good and super surprising. They were able to tell that story in 30 minutes. But you know, you know the story. That's the best part because you know how the, in episode three, it's the, the Avengers, how they assemble. But the twists and turns within that 30 minutes is super shocking. It is. And I think you know, something that I think gets often overlooked and because also because it was from phase one, when you look at like Iron Man 2 and Thor and the Incredible Hulk, that, that was all part of what they what was referred to in the MCU as like Fury's big week because all of those events happened within a week of one each other. Mm-hmm. So episode three kind of sets things up like, okay, here's this week that's happening and here's all the events that's following with the Avengers and things do not go as they as they play out from what we've seen in the MCU and it's a surprisingly dark episode. Again, I don't want to spoil what happens in this episode, but I'm like, oh my God, like if this is any indication of what's possible for the rest of the series... This show's going to be wild because they could literally go and reference the Incredible Hulk movie, which we never really get referenced anymore other than William Hurt. We could see characters that we haven't seen in forever. We could see events that we know with a different spin on them with very dark outcomes. Mm-hmm. And it's just really, really cool to see the paths that they go down. This show is going to be really crazy, I think. I think in, with, with, um, with Loki finishing and just having that idea of like, here are the multiple streams of things that right. have happened. This show totally makes sense. Definitely. And I think it's a huge part. Like I don't, I don't, I wouldn't say don't want, like I wouldn't say, Oh, you can see, like watch it. You need to watch it because right. it's going to be a huge part of the MCU. It's not something that's on its own. Yeah, definitely. And can we say we're safe to assume that Jeffrey Wright will be, the Watcher probably in in live action form. In live oh, action yeah. film. I think form? I I think we'll see him definitely because I mean you don't just cast or someone hear him, like that or hear him at minimum. Right. Like I I love his look. Like the Watcher is somebody that like again it's he's such a comic book look to him. Yeah. But again in the animated realm it works. Yes. You never you never question his look right. No. Mm-hmm. But his voice is just so cool and he's just like he's so like cool talking about it. he's like yeah, yeah let me tell you about this here's, universe here's what happened last week <laughs> yeah he has a very soothing voice you know and he's like well one thing can change it all and it, it has like a very like twilight zone uh like feel to it yeah, right yeah, like yeah, yeah. twilight zone where he's just like let me take you like show you these mysteries of a world that looks familiar to you but it's nothing like your world it's really it's just really well done and it's a great um it kind of just gives you that nostalgia. I know even though it's not that old, seeing the first Captain America films and stuff like that, but it was just this really cool nostalgia and hearing the voices. Do I wish every voice actor from the MCU was back playing their respective roles? 100%. Sure. Sometimes I'll get thrown off by hearing non-Chris Evans speak. Right. So I'm like, oh, I wish it was Chris Evans and, you know, Drax as well. I wish that was Dave Bautista, but that's fine. I mean, like, it's not a huge deal as long as, you know, there's some characters that still come out. Uh, and sound like themselves, but yeah, curious to wonder why though. Like, it's, me too. It's such a because a lot of a lot of the dialogue they could have pulled from movies as well to create, you know, the sentences they were saying. Sure. Unless they were like the main part of that um, show. Um, but yeah, there are there are there's. Are, I'm just wondering why 
did they not get certain characters or voice actors or, voice right. or actors to play their respective character characters? And how did they get certain characters, certain actors to part, right. be part of it? Because you definitely have sound alikes. You definitely have like, um, like with Black Widow's played by Lake Bell. Yeah. Who she, I think she does a really good impression of like Scarlett Johansson, but it's also just like, okay, like why not just have Scarlett part of it? Or why not just have that? And I get, I get that's a total other world of negotiations mm-hmm. and contracts and all that crazy stuff. But um, it was cool hearing like, the ones that you are familiar with, the ones that really highlight, it's like, oh, this is actually Sam Jackson, or this is Tom Hiddleston, or this is Haley Atwell as Peggy again, and hearing her voice, because she's so distinct, her voice is so distinct as Peggy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's really cool, and, and I think what, what I like what you said, Anthony, is that this is still something you should watch, regardless. Yes. Like, this is, this is like the next MCU iteration. Like, you still watch this, even though it's animated. I think this is going to do huge numbers on Disney Plus because yep. people want to tune in to see something they're familiar with and I think the show rewards longtime MCU watchers for being such big fans mm-hmm. and just tells them a unique story on top of that let's get into our final recommendation but before we do I just want to remind you that you can follow the movie podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok and Letterboxd at the movie podcast and don't forget to give us a 5 star review on Apple Podcasts if you like what we're doing we wanted to keep this episode as spoiler-free as we can, um, because especially with episodes two and episodes three, things get really wild, and we want to leave those surprises for you. So definitely tune in every week um, so you could stay up to date with the show and see what's going on with it. But Shay, start us off with your final recommendations for What If. Watch it. This is going to be on Disney+. Plus. Uh, it's one episode a week, I believe. Yep. Nine episodes. Nine episodes in total. This is a lot of fun. It is something so easy to put on as well. Um, if you're a fan of the MCU, I know that some people have that, oh, I don't want to watch something animated for kids. The way that they handle this, this is great for kids and adults. I think a lot of kids will see a lot of maturity in it. But this is definitely a watch it. Anthony. A watch it. Definite watch it. This is... It's, I was super shocked with the caliber that of animation that we got and the stories that were being told. Mm-hmm. I really, really, really enjoyed it. And I think our audience will. I think it'll bring you back to uh, that, you know, I believe how they're doing this is they're going by phases and telling you in continuity, right? Like, just based on how these... Well, Guardians was phase two. Wasn't Guardians kind of like phase one, though? Wasn't that was story... Yeah. But wasn't not sorry not phases, but maybe in like continuity of how these stories should have been coming out. I don't, I don't know. I, don't, I can't tell. I don't. I don't think so because episode three is takes place before what would be episode two. Even though, like, we see, but like, it, yeah, I guess yeah. you know it's it's interesting. But but here's the thing though, I think you could still watch these in any order because the show does such a good job of making to give that Twilight Zone yeah. vibe where it's like yeah, this there these are just like. Black Mirror episodes, Black Mirror versions of what you've already seen before. Yeah, so a definite watch. Definite watch. I, I'm just, I'm wondering, you know, that last episode, does it reveal something that, you know, makes it, you know, fulfilling that, oh, yeah, this is what we're going to expect in the next coming movies or right. or series that are... You never know. Out. Yeah. And and this is what's so cool because there's so many times where... You know, people watch a an MCU film. It's like, oh, I wish they went in this direction, or I wish this happened. This show opens up that realm of possibilities for it. It's definitely a watcher for me. I had such a good time with it. I'm so excited to see where this show goes. And like we said, if the first three episodes are any indication of what's to come, we're in for a wild ride. Uh, thank you so much for listening to the movie podcast review of What If. 
Don't forget, you could catch a brand new episode of the Movie Podcast out right now. You could also listen to new episodes every Monday and watch out throughout the week for review episodes just like this one and all the latest movies and series. Follow us at the Movie Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd and check out our show notes for all of those links and more. That was this time with the Movie Podcast and we'll see you next. <laughs>